Good morning, everybody. This is Martin John, and I'm here to talk Dow of the Day. That's right. This is Dow of the Day. If you guys haven't been listening for a little bit, you guys might uh, not know that I am making my own translation of the Dow of the Day. I'm taking all the different translations that I have um, that I have pulled up, and I'm just I'm making uh, my own little translation. It's just part of what I'm offering, and yeah, I didn't finish last time I was on Dow of the Day. I missed yesterday. I've been I've been really kind of knee deep in some website stuff, so uh, no big deal there. But uh, I think today I'm going to go ahead and pick 17 for myself. If you guys know what Dow of the Day is, if you guys are uh, familiar with what I offer here on Dow of the Day, please step up, give me a number between 1 and 81, and I would love to give you your Dow for the Day. What is Dow of the Day? Dow. Uh, refers to the Tao Te Ching. The Tao Te Ching is an ancient text written about 600 BCE by Lao Tzu, presumably, right? We have like all these stories, just like, you know, Old Testament and stuff. Like it, a lot of scholars now say that the Old Testament was written around 600 BCE. And, um, you know, we give credit to individuals and we have all these like old ancient texts. And that's a big deal, right? To have these ancient texts have things that have been around for a long time. And everything um, that was written uh, in ancient times, really, as, as I look at it, was, were things that uh, we were things that held truths, right? Truths that we have lost sight of because we have gotten more active in our logical my frontal lobe minds. And because we're active in that frontal lobe, we, uh, we, we, we work with logic rather than working with the spirit or working with the heart. We work uh, almost solely with logic. And that's, and that's a difficult thing. And, and when we do that, when the reason it's difficult is because logic doesn't have the answer. You might even notice in your life places where, you know, the logical answer wasn't the one that yielded the best results. It's so often that the logical answer takes us on a course that isn't the, the course that we would prefer to take. And when we get to a place of wanting to be there when we get a place to wanting to know who we are we have to let go of logic because we although we work a lot with logic i've been talking with someone here at my friend amanda's house um uh this woman mk who's a scholar in the on the renaissance and other things we've been talking a lot about how the renaissance really kind of got us moving in a direction and i was talking to her yesterday how i don't like the renaissance i don't like the renaissance for a number of reasons one of which is because it gave us so much um it gave us so much to ask for right we wanted photograph we wanted paintings to look like photographs we want writing to be a certain way we want we want to understand things we want to, this is this is when we started really patting ourselves on the back we started really looking at the world in a way of um of you know like man is better than uh than nature 
Um, and so, and, and, you know, that happened. And when that happened, like that really, and, and that was when, that was the peak of logic, right? The Renaissance was the peak of logic. And that was like the 14th to 17th century. So like 1300 to 1700, let's say. And, um, and, and that was when the frontal lobe was at its sort of most active. And what we're talking about is a text that was written, you know, 2000 years before that, a text that was written when we were still dealing with the feminine, dealing with the, the relationship of us and the earth. We were, we, it was not so logic based. It was based more on feeling. It wasn't based on knowing. It wasn't based on thinking, which is why one of the verses of the Tao says, stop your thinking and end your problems. So many problems were created or, or were launched by the Renaissance. You know, and so I've been talking uh, with someone recently because she's a Renaissance scholar and I, and I despise the Renaissance personally. I think that they, they set us on a trajectory to, um, to really, uh, you know, trust in the mind and the mind don't know nothing. And so here we are looking at, um, and Dr. Rao is going to come up and I bet Dr. Rao has got something to say about the Renaissance. Hi, my friend. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I am doing very well. Very well, indeed. Okay. So you I want... just popped up just to say hello. I did oh, my room well, this morning. I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I, I, I see the, the updates and I've been, I've been, I have not been on wisdom very much. I'm only coming on and doing things when it when it feels right, and and I'm working on some other things. But I'm really excited to chat with you. Yeah. So what's going on? I mean. Oh well, you know, recently I've been talking with um, with somebody. I, I'm staying at my friend's place uh, this week as she's out of town, and I've been talking with one of her guests because she does an Airbnb <laughs> about the Renaissance. And, uh, and she's, and she's been studying the Renaissance for a while. And, and as a painter, what I was saying was that, you know, like I, the Renaissance, although the paintings are great, right? Like the, the, they're, they're, you know, whatever. Um, I really always disliked the Renaissance because mm -hmm. they really established a way of thinking about the world. Ah, uh, yeah. Conditioning. Yes. And that's kind of like, that's, that's, that, that was a big, you know, like when that, like the conditioning that we got from the Renaissance was, was, is pretty, is pretty profound. Yeah. 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 That is nefarious. Yeah. That's so, um, you know, but there's a different, uh, implication and meaning of Renaissance, you know, um, for example, there was a book written by a great yogi called Arabindo, you must have heard of his name, you know? Arabindo, um, yeah. Arabindo. So uh, he, he talked about renaissance of India through its spiritual genius, you know, at the mm -hmm. time of uh, the independence 1947. 
that's around that time he wrote which direction india should take you know he yeah. was uh, talking about brahman ancient wisdom and uh, simple life inner riches and all that right and obviously they took the you know western approach of external development and all of that expansion into cities towns and destroying the village um, ecology where the family background and people working small scale industries of their own that kind of thing yeah, yeah. now i was invited to a room uh, to talk about uh, that kind of uh, uh, you know um, should we go back to the ancient things uh, of indian uh, uh, ways or or ancient of any country right or should we go back to this uh, continue to be in this uh, modern uh, uh, kind of things with the weaknesses but i say don't throw the modern thing out no. then bring the bring the hacks from the ancient to really rectify some of the flaws of the modern life you know i agree uh, yeah uh, what you were saying about getting stuck in the mind that's a modern thing <laughs> yeah don't but, yeah. but you know like as you know one of the things that i like to look at is that like although yes i don't like i, I as an artist i never liked the renaissance because yeah. of this yeah. because of the 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 conditioning that the renaissance played on the rest of you know yeah, the definitely. the history of time moving forward but what yeah. i i also recognize is that in order to get beyond that mm -hmm. we need it right we need to see it we need yeah. to handle it we need to be able to work with logic in order to grow yeah. beyond it we can't like any, we, see, like anything you see instead of thrashing uh, it out or saying this is what it is and right. all that like for example yesterday i was listening to somebody they were talking about um, there is a feeling in the west of the orientalism like uh, putting all this together and saying that uh, little people of china are um, you know uh, superstitious people of india that kind of classification where they are putting all that together and missing out what the wisdom humanity can use from that you know like a dao or brahman all that yeah. right so that is the all the time uh, so the same thing is the renaissance too uh, you are right because if you get stuck in that kind of mindset or mind and that you are not progressing forward right and then then you you, you know there's so much reward in the mind yeah. the mind yeah. rewards you all the time for feeding it but yeah. it's just a hungry ghost yeah <laughs> it's a tool that's the thing you know don't elevate it to beyond that to, to control you but uh, it's like a sword is there you can use the sword very productively but also you can kill yourself too so that kind of thing i think the mind is taking now such a huge place uh, that's why people really miss the deeper you know choiceless awareness i talk about all the time once you are in there then you can use the intellect very powerfully because you are standing on a base with a firm base you can wield the knife better mm. otherwise it goes all over and cuts you yeah you know I, i 
I, I love the, in the Tao, one of the, one of the lines that I love so much is stop your thinking and end your problems. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, it's, exactly. it's, it really just kind of brings everything down to a head. No, that's like, no, that's no, no, no. very, very true though, because yeah. um, close your eyes. And if you are completely free of the, uh, you know, slaving mind, then you are very peaceful. See, like for example, yeah. you kind of uh, um, take your hand and then let it go wherever you want. You are moving continuously. Then you know they're purposeless and uh, repetitive and going all over. Then you know that you're crazy. And somebody sees you, oh, what is he doing with his hand? But if you do it, the thoughts, nobody sees except you. You only you are aware of it. But if you say that's okay, it can chat like that, it can go on like that, uh, go wherever it wants, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, the, it's it's very often when I'm when I'm doing Tao of the day, I find myself my hand like sitting over my throat or sitting yeah. over my heart or my, my solar plexus. And there are times where just I, I recognize my posture and I just notice mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, oh wow, look at that. And I don't I don't mm -hmm. It's just like, wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just aware of it. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, while I'm doing it, I'm just aware of where my hand is. And I'm like, wow, like there's, there's just support being offered here. Yeah. You know, even in the morning daily practice of the yoga, I yep. bring this quote. Uh, I say, don't think anything right now. Okay. And that not just means you have to be stupid, but not related to the current activities. Don't let them come in. The extremist thoughts, right? You know, some some suddenly like, oh, I have to go and pay the electric bill, or I have to take care of the insurance. They, yeah. That kind of thing. They can wait. You know, that's not like an emergency. But the thing is, why do you allow those kind of things like to practice? So that means mm -hmm. you're out of awareness of who you are or what it is going on and all that, and you are letting the mind flay its hands all over. Yes. So the yeah, practice is, yeah, the practice is mind management of bringing it back to the center repeatedly. Yeah. You know, I always, I always, I utilize, because I'm coming out of addiction and all of that, you know, many years ago, um, I used yeah. the phrase under the influence. Like, why are you yeah. allowing yourself to be under the influence of your brain? Your brain is your tool. It isn't yeah. your ruler. Yeah. No, first of all, there is no existence of mind, mind as a mind, you know? It's all a bunch of thoughts. Yeah. Because people give something like a objective status to the mind, that's why it gets continued. And then it's like a virtual reality, you are there and you think that is real and then you really forget who you really are. Yeah. And that is very important in the modern age because there are so many stimuli that are provocating this kind of unpurposeful, uh, unconscious activity of thought. The thing is, it can create its own life. Mm -hmm. It has a career. But the moment you realize this is the uh, mind itself is not there, all I have is a bunch of thoughts, then uh, you will be able to really handle that because suppose you are able to slow down, you're able to identify, 
and you are able to really uh, get stop negatives and then have positives and eventually one thought will go beyond that thought and be in awareness then come back and use the thought that's right like like i was i was just writing this the other day about the idea of integrating like mm. don't judge the action that's mm. happening with you right now like whatever's happening if if you are just being action happens to everybody you know yeah. like we're always we're always in the state of being yeah. and and when there is no action that is a point of integration that is a point of touching back and 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 utilizing hey what just happened and not 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 sitting with it but just like allowing your body without you thinking about it allowing your body the the and and not even the body allowing it all like allowing the doubt to speak through that action without you without you activating your brain, just kind of like that's where, you know, yoga or meditation come in, which like that's the integrating of the movement. Yeah. You say a question of um, integrating means who is the integrator, right? So what I would suggest is that's a good path to go on, but then ask the question of where is this, whatever I want to integrate is coming from. And then you will find that is a real, uh, you know, inner being that you are talking about. That yes. where it is coming from, and then you stay there because if you say there are the elements of two that need to be integrated, but actually, actually, there is only one. One mm -hmm. being that is having the thoughts. So right. it's not like the, um, you want to create and like give life to the thought structure again. You can use yeah. thoughts like you're using your limbs. You are using your uh, thoughts like you're using your vision and all that. But right, you want right, to right, give right. a life to that, then it takes its own life and it goes by itself. But that's the that's nature of a network of thought. One yeah, thought, I'm... next thought, next thought, like that. Right. I look at... Um... I look, yeah, that's, that's, that is definitely how I, I, I see it. It's so hard to like, you know, the more you talk about it, the less you understand, right? Like, so I, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. and, and it's not about trying to express it, but it's about knowing it. Yeah. Not doing it too, because can you experience that no mind, no mind or no thought structure. And once yeah. you are, the experience that doing that, then you don't have to fend off all the thoughts because they cease. See, there's yeah. a good good saying I was always repeating: thoughts change, but not you, the real self. Mm. Let go of the passing thought. That's the mistake we do. We hold on to the passing thought. Right. Okay, thinking that is real, but if we are actually giving it life by holding on to it. And yeah. let go of the passing thought and hold on to the real self. Mm. And then what happens is, once you are in that self, that uh, self-luminous self really comes through and then pausing all the thoughts. 
You know, and that's the thing, like, I know in the moments where I am connected to that self in Tao, there is no thought. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's you know, it. there that's is that's... no thought. And, and that's why the body and the mind, those things that are whatever, like those things that are, that are not continuous, those yeah. things integrate from me. Mm -hmm. That's it. See, the thing is, Nitya, Nitya, this is the theory. What they say is, what is eternal in you, what is impermanent in you? Yes. There is a, there is a something that says, and something always goes away, right? So, mm -hmm. the entire Indian philosophy is based on this. Praptasya prapti, nivrutasya nivrutti. That means, what you are always, you will get it. That is your Tao, the Brahman, or self, whatever we call it. That is always there. Shakti. Yeah, that is always. You can come right back up, of course, Doctor. Um, if you have the time and um, inclination. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, like, I mean, I've heard that as doing your Dharma. And, and I don't know. You finish that thought, you know? Yeah. And that praptasya prapti means what you are, you will gain. But you are mistaking that this thought structure is me, that's why you're missing on the Tao. But right. Tao is the real thing already there that you get. Nivrittasya nivritti means what you are not, you are thinking that, you will lose it. Right. You are thinking what you are not, and then you will lose it. That is the You lose what you are, person. yeah. Yeah, so you right. gain what you are, but you lose what you are not. Yes, and that's, so that's, and that's letting go of all of that identity, yeah. as you know, and like as much as you can in this moment. It's like, of course, there is an ultimate space for that to exist, but but like, you know, one of like the challenges we we make we 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 encounter, Martin. I keep on reminding you, is that. <laughs> Encounter with other mind established minds. Yes. So they can only come from that. They have no inclination of the Tao or the Brahman or taste of it or re-establishing it itself. Then you will never be out of that. If the people who are not even aware of it, they just do the concept they see, but they don't have a taste of it. Like you yeah. can say so much of sugar, but unless you taste it, you don't know the sugar, right? That's right. Like that. That's right. This is established by experiencing it, but how does it happen? By silencing all thought. Right. And and I have found that the more, you know, the, the further I go into my recovery, whatever that is at the moment, whether it's from my MS or from my... Um, my dark retreat or from my addictions or whatever, like quietness comes. Yeah. It is, it is, it is my state. It is my natural state. Yeah. That's it. It's a and natural you, state. And, and right. And it's the more influence and the more identity that you can release or get beyond the yeah. more that silence comes because like that silence is always there it's just mm. like the 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 
the void, the, the vacuum in every one of your cells is always there. But it's your cell, it's your skin, it's the thing that you experience mm -hmm. beyond yeah. that. Once you get rid of that, you don't, you, you don't cease to exist. Yeah. But you see, actually, Martin, this has the tremendous implications of, uh, you know, facing the suffering and gaining the bliss. Yes. The silence, the silence is there. That means your movement of thought is not there unnecessary movement, right? Right. Then it will not produce the chatter that really produces a lot of suffering. But if you don't have that, then what they said, Atyadika Dukkha Nibruti. Extraordinary um, suffering may come, but then you will, how you handle the torrents of suffering, that capacity is there. And then not only that, but you experience that natural joy that is hidden, it will mm. come out. That is the blissful nature of it. So once you touch that, people will not go after the external small pleasures. Right. And that, that is, and is important. Yeah, those pleasures, those external pleasures, and until you've touched that. Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's so... Yeah. It's, external pleasures like like people defend external pleasures mm -hmm. because they can't imagine they're just yeah. like well i'm alive i'm going to enjoy this life and it's like yeah, yeah but the external pleasure isn't your enjoyment yeah like, and also like, the real dukkha will be there all the time waiting for you to happen you know and yeah. so this is like a gaining the capacity and then you can be joyful in small things but they won't be addictive Right. That's it. Okay, Martin. Nice talking. Thank to you. you so much. Absolutely. Okay. Bye bye. We have uh, we have we have Kelly and Graciela in line. Graciela has been um, so patient. You're gonna have to be patient a little longer because Kelly was in before you. Um, I appreciate your patience, Kelly. How are you this morning? Thank you, Graciela. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm good. So um, we, so, so I have a, a new translation that I've been using because I've been writing the Tao, um, and uh, and I think I might use that with us today if, if that's okay with you. It's not my translation, just one that I've been looking at. Uh, we're going to look at the James Leg or League. I don't know how to pronounce his last oh. name. L E G G E translation. And it was from, it's from 1891. Wow. Okay. So we're going way back. That's really exciting, actually. Yeah. That's, I, I'm actually really excited about that. But can I change places with Graciela so I don't, so I can be very focused? Because I actually, I really want to be very present in that moment. That, that, that sounds fun. Is that okay? Yeah. 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 I'll come back. I'll be, I'll stay here. Okay. I'm going to listen. All right. Thank, thank you. Okay. Absolutely. I'll listen. All right. Um, I, 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 Graciela, you're up. What's up? <laughs> Got it. Good morning. Thank you, Good Kelly. Morning. Josh Leg or somebody Leg. I I heard all that. Yeah, we are going. Well, I'm I'm looking at a James Leg. I think it's oh, Leg. James. L L G G E. Um, yeah, so, um, leggy. Yeah, um, yeah, leggy. Maybe leggy. I don't know. I, I've been, I've been really, I've, I've liked his translations. As I've been, I don't know if you, if you heard, but I am, I am writing my own trans translation of the Tao at this point. <laughs> I heard um, that, and that would be amazing. So, 
And so, uh, and I really like, you know, taking what this translation and a couple of the other ones that I've really leaned on and, 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 and really writing something that, uh, that can, that, that can contribute to the history of the translations or at least can contribute to my deeper understanding um, and my ability to speak about it. Not that speaking about the Tao is the point, but, uh, but yeah, it's nice in this world that we live in today to be able to communicate in that way. Yes, I love it. Congratulations on writing your own. It's going to be fabulous. Thank um, you. And I missed you so much. I, like, I swear, I'll come every day to check my feed, my little bell that tells me who was live. And I haven't seen you live in forever. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I have on? been. Like, I was here on Monday. I was here all last week. I missed oh, yesterday. So weird. I got, I, got, I got lost down a rabbit hole of doing stuff for my subscription service and other things like that. Just like, like if I get up and start working, like, sometimes I can get lost down a rabbit hole. Well, that's a good rabbit hole to get it is, down. It is. It is. Yeah. And I enjoy it. You know, like, I enjoy, I enjoy what I do and. And really, like, you know, I'm, I, I really love, like, problem solving in that way. So it's, it's, it's good. It's good for me. Wonderful. Okay. So, so let's do 23 from 23. Leg. James Leggy or Leg. Yeah, Leggy. Abstaining from speech marks him who is obeying the spontaneity of his nature. Ooh. A violent wind does not last for a whole morning a sudden rain does not last for a whole day to whom is it that these two things are owning or owing to heaven and earth if heaven and earth cannot make such spasmodic actions last long how much less can man therefore when one is making the Tao his business those who are also pursuing it agree with him in it, and those who are making the manifestations of its course their object agree with him in that. While even those who are failing in both of these things agree with him where they fail. Hmm. Hence, those with whom he agrees as to the Tao have the happiness of attaining to it. Those with whom he agrees as to, the as to the manifestation have the happiness of attaining to it. And those with whom he agrees in their failure have also the happiness in attaining to it. But when there is not faith sufficient on his part, a want of faith in him ensues on the part of the other. So that's a lot. That is a lot. I feel like it might take that's you a, lot. a lot longer than just 10 minutes to dive into all of that. Dive into it. So, <laughs> but, so basically, what, what are you seeing here? I mean, it's, I love the way that it, that it begins, kind of like pointing towards that throat chakra and expressing one's self and mm -hmm. Then Elijah interrupted me midway, but I did hear, you know, manifestations and uh, the struggle, I feel like, to do so much or to do anything. Sometimes it's hard to do anything, really. And I, I'm 
still like recovering from COVID. So it's been kind of hard to just not do anything. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and to feel like I'm still um, doing something. Like last week, all I did was sleep. Oh my gosh. So sorry about that. And then uh, at the very end, um, bringing faith that that always hits me really hard because it's a great reminder for me. But go ahead. Do you want to break? So I want to I want to go through it. But again, we can't we're not going to be able to go through the whole thing. But I want to focus on this one section. Yeah, that's great. And I'm going to I'm going to read through it again uh, because I think I might be able to read through it better. And um And we'll talk about this. Therefore, when one is making the Tao his business, those who are also pursuing it agree with him in it. And those who are making the manifestation of its course, their object, agree with him in that. While even those who are failing in both of these things agree with him where they fail. So what that says to me Mm -hmm. is we're looking at a man who follows the Tao, a man who follows the manifestation, and a man who follows the failure of it, the judgment. Right. And it's interesting that we look at it this way because it's like, look, there's success in all of this. If you are following the judgment, you will find judgment. If you are following the Tao, you will find Tao. If you are following the manifestation, meaning like, material goods what have you like the world around you the addiction you'll find that right and you you find that what you're seeking actually mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is so if you're looking for um like if you're looking for something to criticize you're going to find something or if you're looking for drama you're going to find it so focus on exactly what it is that you're trying to create essentially right yeah like so beautiful right and then this this next section hence those with whom he agrees as to the Tao have the happiness of attaining it those who seek the Tao have the happiness of attaining it right those with whom he agrees at as to its manifestation have that happiness of attaining to it meaning that if you love attaining the material world you will be able to attain the material world if that's what you're focused on attaining right and those to whom he agrees with their failure of also their failure have also the happiness of attaining it if they want to find judgment if they want to find, if they're, if they're happy to find the anger of judgment and frustration and all of that, and they look for that and they go find it, they have the happiness of attaining that. Right. But yeah. when there is no faith sufficient on his part, a want of faith in him ensues on the part of the others. But when there is not faith sufficient on his part, a want of faith in him ensues on the part of the others. Mm-hmm. The others want the others want you, like everybody wants you to be who you are. You know, like everybody wants, like in at our soul level, we want each of us to do our job, to do our our dharma, even if that is 
you know, have COVID for this moment. Yeah. And it wasn't even that strong, actually. Now I'm just thinking Good. about that. But, <laughs> yeah. but it was still like, like very blah. And all I wanted to do was sleep. And at the same time, all of my dreams have been so vivid and exhausting for the past week. Like night after night after night, very vivid dreams that just exhaust me, right? Because my brain is like nonstop working. And so it's been a long week, but... I'm just so happy to hear you, Martin John. <laughs> you know, I want to. I, I would love to read this first line as well. We didn't go through this a second time, but abstaining from whoa, hey buddy, abstaining from speech marks him who is obeying the spontaneity of his nature. Abstaining, abstaining from speech marks him who is obeying the spontaneity of his nature, allowing this to be as it is. Without having mm -hmm. to, without having to say anything about it, without having to, you know, the first line of the Tao, the first verse of the Tao talks about the idea of like naming things is what creates the particular. And when you can stop trying to name things, and I think that's what this is pointing to, abstaining from speech, abstaining from trying to say this is good, this is bad. You know, mm -hmm. this is this is right. This is wrong. This is me moving forward. This is logic. This is this is spiritual or whatever. It's just right. now without putting a label on anything, you can obey the spontaneity of your own nature. Right. And I feel like for me right now, abstaining from speech could be not dwelling on the dreams. Like I sometimes wake mm. up and I'm like, what does that mean? Like right. trying to make sense of it all. Whereas, you know, dreams are just a normal thing that happens in the brain. We don't necessarily need to drill into it and find meaning in all of it. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of ways to look at dreams. There's dream journaling. There's, you know, mm -hmm. I could divine with some tarot and be like, what does my dream mean? Oh, tell me with the cards and all this. And it's like, how about I just let it go? <laughs> Or let it be, right? right. Like, yeah, exactly. like, like you have a dream, it will integrate, it. whether you remember your dream or not, it's going to integrate into your being. You know, and that's what Dr. Rao and I were talking about a little bit ago, this right. idea that like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything to integrate it. The integration will happen and you're integrating this from the heavens or from the Tao to your mind and body. And they will respond because abstaining from speech marks him who is obeying the spontaneity of his nature. Your, right. You will respond because it's spontaneous. You know, like, like, mm -hmm. like your being arises and it's not that your being is created. Right. It, it is it is your being and, and your your actions arise out of a spontaneous out of the spontaneity of your nature. Of the nature of you. Right. And so good. nothing lasts all day. Right. And that's what it's talking about, about the the violent wind doesn't last the whole day. And where does where does the violent who is the violent to whom are these two things owing what is the owing of the of the wildness of this moment what is owing of the wildness of this dream that is you that is Tao. 
Mm. It's not you. And, and so if heaven and earth mm. cannot make those things last forever, neither can you. So like, don't let it go. Right. Have the dream and don't let it last forever. Even though you might want to hold on to it or grasp it or whatever, like this is just you integrating as you. Like how exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And to be fair, I don't even remember half the things I dreamt last week. So by next right. week, I'm not going to remember today's dream. Right. And so just being like, wow, that was a trip. What's for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. It's just... It's like I can hear Dr. Rao in my head telling me to just be. Yes. Just be, Graciela. Yes. Don't even think about the dream. Just right. be. The dream happened. <laughs> be here as the person who had the dream now. But that doesn't mean you have to remember the dream. It doesn't mean you have to do anything with it. You had the dream. That was what was needed for you to be the next spontaneous evolution of you of, mm -hmm. of your mm -hmm. you know and and you are Tao, and so you are that thing but but to clear more like like attaching to having had the dream is attaching to the identity of someone who had the dream right or even attaching to the idea that i am the person that in the dream like it's just dreams are so right. fickle and again it's just our brain and I mean, I saw my dad and that's all, that's always super awesome to see my dad and to speak with him, but it's, um, it was just weird and to have vivid dreams. I've, I've had vivid dreams forever, even lucid dreams where I know I'm dreaming and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But this past week, I've just noticed how intense that activity has been. And, um, I've no doubt that it's because of, you know, the stupid virus that now I'm even more like paranoid about, but. Thank you so much, Martin, John. We Absolutely. love you. I love you so much. And I'm just grateful to be listening. So I'll keep listening to Kelly. Hopefully she's there. Yeah. This is, uh, and I do believe she is. And we will be awesome. bringing her in now. Yep. Bye. Have a good day. Thank you. You as well. And this should be said, like, I think uh, Graciela, Kelly, and myself are all going to be participating in the Love Wave uh, on Monday next week. Uh, so good on us. Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Did Hello. you hear? Did you hear that last translation? Yeah. I'm, yes. But so that's what we're going to be tackling. Let's do it. Number. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, let's do number eight. Number eight. Okay. You know, I also want to, like, before we're done, I, I, I translated eight for mine. And so I'd love to read that as well. Ooh, when we're done. Yes. Okay. So the, hi I, the highest what, excellence, what? I was just saying, if I'm you, I'm still here. Just so that there's no background noise here. So oh, okay. That's what I wanted to share. Okay. The highest excellence is like that of water. The excellence of water appears in its benefiting all things and its occupying without striving to the contrary. The low places which all men dislike. Let me reread that sentence. The excellence of water appears in the benefiting in its benefiting all things and in its occupying without striving to the contrary without striving to the contrary. The low place which all men dislike. Hence, 
its way is near that of the Tao. The excellence of a residence is in the suitability of the place. Mm. That of the mind is in abysmal stillness. That of association is in their being with the virtuous. That of government is in its securing good order. That of the con conduct of affairs is in its ability and that of the initiation of any movement in is in its timeliness. This is a tough one. And when one with the highest excellence does not wrangle about his low position, one finds fault. No one finds fault with him. Okay, come back up and let's talk about this because that's a lot. Thoughts. That is about, a it's a heavy, heavy one. Are yes. you able to? Are you following along? With this? Well, the water really does set the stage because water is such a strong association, and it is. It's it's so good um and then like the house with the suitability like it was, it was tough like you definitely had to take some bites right <laughs> yes so the highest excellence is like that of water okay so if you can if you like what what it's saying here is if you want to be the most excellent you going to want to be like that of water the excellence of water appears in its benefiting all things. So the reason that water is so excellent is because it benefits all things. And in its, it's occurring without striving. And it's occupying without striving to the contrary. And it's occupying without striving. So it can occupy without trying. So it always flows to the low places which all men dislike without trying. It is never going up. It will only strive, it will only move in a, to the low places that people like without, without resistance. It will always just sink in. Hence, it, just, it is near it, that of the doubt. It will just fall. Water falls. That's what it does. If you put it in a cup, it will never not go to the bottom of the cup. It will never float on top of something. Well, I mean, unless you put something there that it can't penetrate. But eventually, it will penetrate that thing. But even so, it's not seeking to penetrate, right? Like, it doesn't seek anything. Right. It's not it without it, striving. Yeah. Right, it's not yeah. trying at all. So, so that is um, that is the first section. Okay, so all we know now is that if you want to be fucking awesome, you are going to be like water. Water does two things: it benefits everything, and it's humble always. It's always moving to the lowest place. Mm. The excellence of a resident is in the subtlety of the place. I don't. The excellence of a resident, the person that lives there. Yeah, so is... let's maybe the master. Maybe we can kind of look at that as the master. Um, that the, the, the humility, yeah. Like you're not, yeah. you're not striving to be, to be revered or looked upon as, you know, God or guru. You're simply like, you just are, and that right. will allow the truth to be told. You don't need right. to prove yourself. That of the mind is abysmal stillness. Abysmal stillness. 
like the person That's who right. is in that place, the master's mind is abysmally still. Abysmal is a crazy word. Yeah. Let's, you want to look it up? Let's look it up. I mean, I mean, I know what it means, but let's give it a definition. Because it could be different since definitions are kind of antiquated. Yeah. And so there Abysmal may be. stillness. Like that extremely is just... bad, appalling, or very deep waterfalls that plunge into abysmal depths. Like so let's look hole. at this deep. Yeah. yeah. The mind is in abysmal stillness. The depth of stillness. Wow. That's such a beautiful way of putting it. Mm-hmm. That of associations is in their being with the virtuous. That of associations is in their being with the virtuous. So that's what Dr. Rao is always telling me. Stay with, like, don't open yourself up to those who are closed off. Stay open to, like, open yourself to those around you. Like, open yourself up to the virtuous. Guard your energy that, is what I yes. call here, too. You know, like, yeah. you don't squander it. Like, value yourself there, you know? Yeah. That of government is in the securing. Um, good order. So when you're looking at like this, this idea of government or, you know, like secure good order, that of the conduct, the conduct of affairs is in its ability and that of the initiation of any movement is in its timeliness. I think this is just starting to get, you know, this is 1891. So this is a really this is this is you know like even breaking specific this part to the type yeah. yeah this is starting to get a little you know that of Personal. the conduct of yeah. affairs in its ability is in its ability like so and so that is you know if we look at like the excellence of a resident if we say that's the master um, is in the suitability of the place is in the suitability of the place that of the mind is that of the mind is in abysmal stillness that's the one that, that I, that's the one that i think we can really embrace because we get that one i think it goes together though too right because like your residence is within and so like it is of your mind and so like your like how like open like how clear like how much of your void can you like be in, you know, so that you're not trying to force anything or be anything, but just allowing the experience, like, if you think yeah. of the residence as the mind. Yeah. And when one with the highest excellence, like if we say this is the master, and when the master does not wrangle, about his low position, about any position, right? It does not wrangle about like, 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 like water moving to a low position. No one finds fault with him. And he's fine with being lowly, you know, or the low man on the totem pole or whatnot. I don't think he notices, right? Like you don't even right. notice. Right, he doesn't if you, even if you know. are. He doesn't yeah. even know, yeah. Because there's not really a low point when you don't attach yourself to when you, those right. constructs. Yeah. When you don't associate with them, they don't exist. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, it's right. so important. It's actually so vital to feel that, to realize that, like, let that begin. Like, yeah. Because yeah. we get caught up. We're in a society. We're social creatures. And, like, it's hard not to get pulled in. You see, as a mom, right? Like, my kids pulled in people, everybody, even the, even, you know, I mean, the most chillest people, you can get pulled in, like. Right. So that's eight. I would like to read my translation because I'm I totally didn't. curious. Yeah. Okay. Water is humble, always traveling to the lowest place, nourishing without taxing everything along the way. In so doing, it is like Tao. The master aims to resemble water. In thinking, she is simple. In conflict, she is fair and generous. In governing, she doesn't need control. In work, she does the most obvious thing. In family life, she is always present. When one can be content with being and not require comparison or praise, their life is a donation that is never spent. That's freaking great. That's really freaking beautiful. I love it. It's so good. I've got a goosebumps. It feels so good. It feels well, like a flower blooming. Like it feels <laughs> like, yes, like a freaking water lily or a lotus, like just blooming. That's how it feels <laughs> when I listen to that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I like, like, when, when I was writing this one at the end, I don't think I, I, I captured exactly what I want to do, so I might have to go back to it. But their life is a donation that is never spent. What I mean by that, and I think this might get lost, is like, although you donate something, you never lose it. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm giving this away, but I'm never losing the thing that I gave away. My like life a gift is, instead of a donation? Yeah, it's a gift. Well, that's the thing. Like, even a gift, you're giving something. And that's why it's a donation that is never spent. Like, if you give someone energy, you didn't, you didn't lose energy. A gift that, you, know, you, you, just that you also get. Right. You know, the yeah. gift that you, you, never, you never lose, right? You can give someone something and they receive it, but you, it doesn't get lost from you. And that's the thing that I want this to understand, right? Um, that's, the, that's what I want this last sentence to kind of, this last line to really infer is like their life is a donation that is never spent. And so that's what that is trying to, you know, like when the master can do that, then everything you give is never it's not hard. It's not taxing. It's right. Truly, That's what we truly yeah. get receive. It's like it's like money. If you hold on to it, you can have a lot of it, right? But it's not flowing through you. Like there's only right. so much you can hold, and you don't you don't spend it. Then you're not living. You're not experiencing. Like it's not hard to do the right thing because you find peace and like connection and beauty and life through that. But we are yeah. get so resistant. I see it in in certain men with children in my life, like. They struggle so hard to to be there and do things for them because I want to do this and they're fighting. But when they actually give their baby a bath, my daughter's working, then like he's really satisfied and he feels good. So like what was all that resistance for? Like why did you lose? Why did you give up all that time to fight for your time for yourself when really it was right there? Like you didn't lose like baby bath time. You know, like right. it's that example of of like 
I don't mind stopping and helping somebody with something driving on the road because like I feel more reward by doing that than they probably do by receiving but maybe it's equal it's just abundant like taking an extra moment to acknowledge with love somebody around you is you find that you get more than you give yeah and that's and that's what I wanted to what I wanted this last line because you know I think I hint at it by always traveling to the lowest place nourishing without taxing everything along the way Delicious. right like that's that's mm -hmm. the that's the thing that comes back to this last line their life is a donation you know like I'm donating all of this to the whole you know and it's like but 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 I'm never left without anything yeah. You, it, yeah, it, it's, I, it's good. I mean, yeah. it's such a truth. The more you give, you can't, I always think, I used to say this too, but like, I try to give as much as I receive, which is an impossibility. Because the more I give, the more I seem to receive, you know, like, I can't give an equal amounts to how much I receive. It always just comes back twice, you know, but yeah. doing it with the right intention, don't go out with the expectation of receiving it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you. I love this. This is I love good. You. We are we best. are all moving we're all moving in a beautiful direction and um, and that direction is down to the like like water. <laughs> <laughs> like water. All the way down to the best places. All right. All right. Have a wonderful day, Kelly. All right, we're going to call it a day. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you, Graciela and Dr. Rao and Kelly. Uh, thank you, Kelly, for, for uh, listening to my translation of the Tao and your, and your, your thoughts. It's always great to have that um, as I'm working through this. Uh, tomorrow, can't imagine I won't be here. And if I get a chance, I'll be picking number 17. So if you're interested in hearing that, you can come join me tomorrow. Um, I have a subscription service for anybody who is interested in having a one-hour call with me every month. Uh, I am a recovery mentor. I talk all about what it is we're recovering to beyond what we're recovering from. Um, I have my uh, ebook of quotes on my website. I also have my uh, Recover Yourself workshop, which is now available through my website as well. So definitely check out all of those things. I will, as I mentioned earlier on Monday, be part of the love wave that's going on here on uh, with the Wisdom app. And I'm looking forward to being a part of that. So definitely keep an eye out for all the things that we are doing here on Wisdom. And uh, this community is beautiful. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Have a great day. And until next time, keep recovering yourself.